0: Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Hey guys, good morning. This podcast is brought to you by Natural Soap by Zakia. Go to Zakia.com and use your discount code DryerBuzz. It's also brought to you by a nation of authors because before I went live, I was working on my book cover. I was working on the book cover. And if you want to join a nation of authors that's going to get it done this summer, three-day um three city book tours and all that stuff coming up. Listen, go and check out wherever you are, check out the hashtag AIB nation. And I got to let you know, season 2 of the of in the kitchen with Dryer Buzz starts tomorrow. Ooh, I feel funny when I say that cuz I call myself taking a break um but let me tell you what we're going to do today. And I'm going to hit this mute button often like because I ate for the last two days, you know, we made a big pot of big spaghetti. And we use shredded cheese. And I have come to think find out that once I've always thought that cheese makes me sneeze. And we switched up for a while we were using whole uh whole cheese. We shredded it ourselves and all that. But this time What about a big pack of shredded cheese? And I'm thinking whatever they coat the cheese with in the shredded packages, I'm thinking that's what fills me up with this, um, fleam and stuff, cause me this stuff in the morning, uh, sneezing like right now, another because, and I feel like it's going to be an all day thing. So which means I better go take an allergy thing, which means I better do this podcast first and, Uh, I'm doing this, house is full, family is around, the dog is like sitting here, he can't tell whether or not I want to hang with her, I want to go hang with her, so you're probably going to hear him jump up and rattle and bark and all that kind of stuff, but this is like how you get out of bed, I don't know how y'all get out of bed, but these are all the parameters I have to take into account when I get out of bed. Like, can I can I do the podcast? Do I need to wear this headset or that headset? Am I going to sneeze? Am I going to sniffle all through it? Because I have listened to a couple of replays. I'm like, oh, where did that come from? But listen, so let me do this. I'm going to also check to see where we land, and I'll tell you a little bit about myself as I do that. I'm Yolanda. If you're catching this on Friends Timeline, uh, Somebody shared it. You're like, who is this? What is this? This is how to get out of bed. It is, uh, I'm a person that has come through, recently come through some trauma and trying to get back to being a productive citizen. One, not so filled with the anxieties and depression and fear. Um, getting back to, I, don't, I hate to say getting back to because I can't go back. I can't do anything but go forward. Let's just say that for now. Not getting back to, going forward trying to go forward. I'm trying to go forward. And I decided that I needed to say some things out loud because apparently talking to myself, even to my guardian angels, like people kind of frown on that. Um, but I'm so blessed with coming into this realm of, of a new day, um, that I'm excited about it. And I wanted to share and I wanted to find my tribe, you know, people who've been here, and, and, and build from that and, and use their hindsight as my foresight. And I said, well, the only way to do that is to really say some things out loud. And so you're going to find, if you're on a platform watching this, you're going to find a few people are going to gather in the conversation, even have other conversations. So when, then we talk about to what we subscribe to, I subscribe now to a journaling moment, meaning I have a notebook here. Sorry for the sniffle. I have a notebook here that I literally start each day with a blank page. And I, I'm, before I come on, I, that means I have meditated a little bit to see what should I talk about today? What's going on in my life today that I can share with others that they may resonate with? And I, yes, it seems like all yesterday and, and coming into this morning, I've been having a conversation about a couple of things going on. And I noticed I said the same kind of comment, and it was all about timing. And I thought we did – let me look back a couple days. I thought we did a a talk on timing. No? I know we did multitasking, sensitive – okay, make time. We did do one on make time, so I won't do timing. But maybe there's something on the timing, on the make time list, like fix it, get it done, use time wisely. That's kind of where I'm at. I am now use time wisely, understanding, inquire, infectious. Uh, we talked about um, how positivity and, and things like that, and behaviors and decisions, good versus evil, blessings, poison. Toll taxi, toll and taxi. Right now, let's talk about taxing. Let's do that. Let's talk about taxing because that's what I, that's where we are right now. I think. um Hold on, let me. I have to stop talking and write, but also let me. I promise y'all, I'm gonna try not to let these sniffles end up on this broadcast. I'd rather have some dead air than for you to have to listen to me deal with this allergy. Um uh, But uh, taxing, because. There there are a number of things and a number of ways I apply taxing um, to what I'm doing and to my life and to things that I have going on. One, I'm a person who self-taxes. I self-tax myself uh, when it comes to like, oh, let's write this down, volunteering. You know, I volunteer. And one of the reasons I volunteer because volunteering gets you close to the people you need to know. Uh, Dr. George C. Fraser yesterday, and Dr. Fraser has, I need to do a watch party. I need to do a watch party, but I want to do a watch party from over here. Let me do that. Uh, and you guys know if you're catching us on the replay, just kind of fast forward till we get this thing going and get this thing started. Periscope, I'm opening you up so I can watch your comments. Facebook, I am opening you up, and I'm getting doing a uh, watch party over there onto a couple other platforms. But Dr. Fraser, George C. Fraser, Dr. George C. Fraser, um, I saw a post, and if you don't follow, follow him on LinkedIn, I will not do any other platform uh, with him besides LinkedIn. I love, uh, in fact, y'all know, I'm going to tell y'all about taxing. Wait, let me finish the thought. He said, let me hope I remember that Let me try to remember this thought. What was I going to say about him? Um, he said, if you want to be around important people, you have to go to the important people because they're not coming to you. That's what he said yesterday. And I've seen him say that. Uh, if, listen, if you know him, uh, you've probably, he, reiter, he reiterates a lot of things because he understands that, you know, words are not necessarily lost on us, but we don't oftentimes act as soon as we should. We did a whole entire how to get out of bed on how to act sooner because a lot of times we procrastinate. Let me, um, turn these volumes down and make sure that we all muter these things. Hey, that math hour, uh coming in. Cheryl LG is on there as well. And I've got a couple of watch parties started. So, but taxing, self-taxing, let's write that down so I can make sure to come to that. And in this journal, like I said, I just was working on the book cover before I came in here. I'm taking some of the top conversations that we have and I'm putting that in the book. So what you see, that that thumbnail you see on the podcast is also going to be on the um, book cover. And so I was working on that, trying to figure out how to license that, Im- that image more additionally. Or if I need to create my own, ignore me, I'll probably end up creating my own. Hey, Impossible's coming in. Let me try and be a little bit more on that. Okay. So, uh, on your screen, I just threw up the uh, thumbnails for the sponsors. Forgot to do that. Uh, national. I mean, National. Natural Assault by Zakia, And then the National Organization of Authors, Nation of Authors, AIB Nation. Also... For those of you in Atlanta, I'm excited cuz I'm on the countdown. We're on the countdown, y'all. Uh this weekend, I am opening this Sunday. I'm having the first of a series by de- by popular demand uh, the social media for business clinics. And each summer or around holidays, I've oftentimes done workshops, clinics, and so forth. You know, after 17 years of of blogging and some radio and some podcasting and all those different things, mastering all these different mediums and bringing the sense of traditional media into social media. Um, Questions people ask me all day, you know, can they have questions all day? And I wrote a book full of answers. And so uh, that particular book called 27 Answers to Create Buzz, is the curriculum for these clinics that I'm going to do, and one of the reasons I'm calling them clinics as opposed to you know your workshops and the panels and even the breakfast or dryer bus that we did before, uh, particularly I want to particularly do clinics because this is where you're going to come and get some stuff diagnosed. We're going to diagnose where you, what's going on with your marketing. And you're going to leave with skills that's literally going to pay your bills. You're going to leave with skills uh, to pay your bills. If you want to master live streaming, NYC blogger, good morning. If you want to master content marketing, what is, you know, you people um, will say, you know, I have a brand, I've got a reputation, you know, but what really should be, my content. What am I what am I putting on social media? Also you're gonna learn how to listen to social media to find out where is your customer, where are these leads that you can get to follow you and then turn them into customers and then beyond that lifetime customers. Because when you are engaging with customers on social media, it's not just enough to trying to sell them a one-off thing. Like say for instance right now, this is an extension of the fact that I blogged. This is an extension of the fact that I took that blogging and I made it a book, right? And even though I have that one-off product and I sell you a book, most people want to be the lifetime customer. They still, they get to a certain page in the book. And it says to them, hey, listen, tweet me, uh, inbox me, call me. You got a question I'm here to answer. So this morning I got up and there was somebody in the inbox. You know, they finally have gotten to a page, even though they probably had the book. I don't know how long. People want a lifetime experience with us. And that's why even on how to get out of bed, it's like I've decided this is a podcast that I do each morning each morning. And I'm, and I'm thinking timing and taxing. Why is timing? Let's write down timing because that's what we wanted to talk about was timing. Um, how much am I going to tax myself to do this podcast? And I said, well, you know what? This conversation is something I can talk about right out of my sleep. And it's like, well, let's call it how to get out of bed. Let's go ahead. Let's do it every day. Let's make it a daily podcast. Like if I wake up the breath of life, and I don't. I haven't committed to some other things. I've got a couple of days. I got to commit to something early in the morning. But even on those days, I still come on. Even if I'm in a car or whatever on the ride, you know, I'll come in and I'll I'll have a little bit of conversation. So all of that to say, is to check out. Go to smclinics.eventbrite.com, and for those of you that want to book individual consulting, you can do that through the Instagram, uh, SM Clinics. We've got a booking link on there as well as on the dryer bus dot com, uh, Instagram. And I guess I'll, I don't want to, I, my dryer bus one, I don't want to make that a business Instagram simply because it's going to limit connection to all the stuff that I need to be connected to. But I do have other Instagrams and of course one or two of those aren't mine. So be careful. Um, so again, today our topic, I wanted to talk about timing, but I, I realized just a couple of days ago we talked about, what did I say? We talked about on this one. Again, y'all, yeah, I'm so sorry about that. Oh, my God, I need this button over here. Uh, make time. We did that really probably a week ago. But today I want to talk about taxing ourselves, uh, self-taxing ourselves. And I want to I wanna give you two very good examples of what we, uh, first of all, people trying to say they're not monolithic. We're very monolithic. Please stop saying we're not monolithic because we are. And there are some things that tie us for the majority of us together, either gender, race, sex. You know, it puts you in a group. Okay. now I'm not saying you have to exist in that group. I'm not saying you have to exist in that box because there are certain things that says how you self-identify. So you may leap from one to the other. But there is a bigger box that all of us are trying, obviously, not to fit in. And that is one called the human race. And so being part of the human race, there's something called human nature. That we are, whether we subscribe to it or not, we have certain behaviors and certain things that go on with us simply because we are part of human nature, the human race, right? We're the only ones like, you know, when it's hot as hell outside, you look around the birds are, like somewhere chilling. Ain't nobody out there moving around in that heat but humans because humans, you know, we got some flaws. We have some serious flaws, Um, but I want to talk about taxing because one In that, I have to monitor and research social media, um, monitoring how society is responding to one uh, uh, episodic television program, and and Netflix is a television, pretty much a television network right now, even though you're watching it on all kinds of devices. A lot of people do watch still on television, via television. Um, So, and I'm sorry, rubbing my nose, man, these allergies are going to kill me today, but no, not. No, I'm gonna survive. <laughs> Cause I'm as soon as I get off here, I'm gonna go pop whatever pills I got to take. And you know what? Speaking of, I got a pill right here. No, that's a nighttime pill. Can't do that one. Okay, so um, the when they see us, when they see us, um, has divided human nature right down the middle. Whether you are in it or not, I guarantee you, you are consciously or either subconsciously processing, how people are processing. Even if you decided you're not gonna watch, you can't watch it. You don't want to condemn, you know, America all over again. You don't want to feel like a condemned America all over again again, depending on where you are in the human race. Um, but there are those who are accessing the images. We've got to understand that when we are accessing the images, you've got to be able to, or find an outlet for which you can process those things of which you're going to see each and every day. There are those of you that watched that, that went back out into society with a level of fear, not realizing that that is something that could possibly happen. You could be walking on this planet, absolutely innocent innocent and be presented in front of a jury of none of your peers because I don't know if anybody's ever sat on with a jury of their peers that ain't even really happened ever in in our society um and the dog is gonna snore through this and end up let me tell you I've interviewed some of these people. Uh, particularly, I, I interviewed a, a gentleman that was uh, spent six thousand days on death row, had his last meal twice, and was absolutely innocent and exonerated. Uh, thank God he's out. And and but there's so many of them. And for those of you that are processing this, know that uh, pretty much their, every city, state, and county has had their own has had five, if not more, five if not more. If we talk about Central Park, five. So right now. Um, if you want to self-tax, if this is taxing on you, then self-tax yourself, uh, to get involved and to do something. Um, there are local chapters of the, what's called the innocence project, uh, and every, wherever there's a, wherever there's a federal court, superior court, state court, city court, wherever there's a court system, there's probably an innocent project because there's some, probably somebody in that court system, uh, that's innocent. Okay. Uh, and there's probably some corrupt judges, some corrupt lawyers, attorneys, some corrupt uh, DAs, some corrupt uh detectives. Some, I mean, corruption is abound in America. America was built on and founded in corruption. We have elected people that go under gold domes and with and deal with corruption each and every day, lying to us who voted for them, and they get up under those gold domes and they set these laws in place. Uh, to disrupt human nature, okay? Normal behavior, make criminalizing normal behavior uh, to the point because America has one goal and one goal only, and that is to always have some form of enslavement going on. Um, but there are those who feel the weight of that. There are those who each and every day feel the weight of that. And so they tax themselves, self-tax themselves. And I know several people right now who are self-taxing, taxing taxing themselves to run for office, to get in there and change some things. And it's good. It's good knowing them in this process. But there are also so much corruption when they get in there that you kind of don't want to know them too much. I'm like, okay. You know, because we don't, we don't know what, what all goes on in there. So, but if you wanted to tax yourself, self-tax yourself, if this is taxing on you, then tax yourself to do something about it. Another thing that I'm watching people respond to, and this one's kind of on the, and I won't say trivial side; more lighthearted side is the debates going on with the fact that Jay Z is a new billionaire. And it, I don't know where everybody's been, but this is kind of something he's been working on for a while. One thing, and, and 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 I have been following this trail. Now, mind you, I don't know nothing about the streets of New York. I don't know. I don't know much about. I don't know much about uh, the whole street cred and, and whatever hood or block or whatever people come out of. Uh, I just wasn't into New York hip-hop music, this, that, and the other. But what I do know about this young man and, and what I have learned, uh, the paths that we have crossed is I have watched, and I'm going to go back to the thing that uh, Dr. Fraser said, George C. Fraser says about if you want to know important people, you have to go to where the important people are because they're not coming to you. Jay-Z has been as transparent as I think most most people are. And... Whether or not you want to call it transparent, or not, I, I just remember there was a couple of interviews. There's a couple of real standout interviews that he has done uh, that talks about what he's been doing and working on, right? And and I remember, I remember one interview he talked about making this investment to get in this room with these with some people, right? Not these people, but some people, and it was like he, you know the hip hoppers. Okay. The top, what is it? Everybody loves to say top five. Let's just go for the top five. Okay. There were things that were things that were available to the top five, you know, meaning that if you got to a certain level in the industry, um, there were different ways that you could go. Right. And if you look at the top five, um, there are different things, and I guess you would probably say Dr. Dre. You know, Dr. Dre and his partner, you know, came up with a product to sell, and that was the the headphones, right? And that put Dr. Dre. Uh, they had a billion dollar sale, but then by the time you know you go to audit everything, A Train welcome in. By the time you would go to audit everything, he was slightly under being a billionaire, right? And so you don't necessarily become a billionaire unless you figure out. Okay, what am I going to sell and how much of it do I need to sell and get that? So Jay-Z, at the same time, is the other top five. You know, they're all out there trying to figure out, you know, how to leverage this thing, not necessarily the street cred. You know, they're like, they're like look, you know, and I remember him doing an interview and, and most, of, most of his most amazing interviews. Let me tell y'all, if you really want to find out some things, get away from the American sources, okay? Absolutely begin to start disregarding. And I mean, like, really, like, disregard. Disregard the American sources. Go beyond. And, and and so, go out there and find some of the interviews Jay-Z has done on a global scale outside of America. He even talked about how much he paid to get in the room where he met Beyonce. And, not, and it wasn't even that he was trying to get in the room to meet Beyonce. It's like, well, he, being, being the top five, both of them made an investment. He only owned 25% of the beats by Drake, is somebody saying and Miss Michelle Monique a train to sell twenty five percent right of the sale. So Jay Z, how it was talking about, and now mind you, you know hanging out in America, yeah, you're gonna cross paths with Beyonce and this that and the other. But he talked about how what cemented something between them was the fact that they were both at a particular event, which. Only being at a certain level could you be in this event, in this room. And he talks about what he had to do, the sacrifice he had to make, and how much it cost to get in this room with these people. And she might have even been there performing. I can't remember. But I remember it was it was an interview I saw on either a British channel or a British interview. The popular guy that does all the interviews. He's like the late-night talk show uh, out of the country, right? And he was talking about that uh, he and Beyonce ended up at this event. And how much he had paid to go meet these people. And um, and therefore she was there. And then of course. You know having whatever history they'd had prior to that. It's like this was the thing that said. Oh man. They might be on the same path. They might have some of the same goals. Right. This might just work out. You know of course. Her looking like you know. He was a street cred guy. This that and the other. Now you were here. Oh yeah. You might. You know. It might be some things. Okay. That's for those of y'all out there looking for that. But. Um. But. If you go, even on your Netflix, there are documentaries. You go over and find them. It's not a docudrama. It's not episodic. It's full-on documentaries that tell you how these people have amassed what they have and what they did as far as taxing themselves beyond what the IRS tax, you know, their priorities. Write that down. Priorities. They're what their pri- priorities were. Okay in in getting to where, you know, like sometimes I see him like, man, Dang! I find out there was a concert, or there was this. I'm like, damn! Why I never think about going to the concert? Because I spent all my money on technology. I buy a bunch of dot coms and gadgets. And I'm like, you know, why don't I don't have that purse? Because you never buy purses. You buy the- domains. You know? I'm like, but well, why? You build. I mean, because my priorities are different. And that's not to say one's wrong and one's right. Because sometimes I'm like, man, like I, I had to go to the event. I'm like, I don't. I didn't want to put out my you know, my, my, my certain shoes, I'm like, man, I need, I need like the perfect little shoe. Why don't I have this stuff? Why don't I have this Carolina glory coming in? I'm like, why don't I have, oh, I'm on the, I'm on the wrong one. Let me go back. I'm on the wrong uh, page over here. I started a watch party. Let me go back over here. And uh, so I'm like trying to figure out, I'm trying to get back to the comments, guys. I'm sorry. Bear with me. I'm trying to figure out like, why have I not? Yes. Tachi's on there. Okay. I knew I was on the wrong page. Hello there good morning Tachi says I cannot watch um not ready she's not ready to watch that but whatever fallout comes from the players involved in is warranted and deserved uh may they be severely punished and and the punishment y'all got to understand it's like Pretty much all we going to get is this docudrama, uh, right now. In fact, I was listening to Michael McFadden jumping back to one of the comments here. Michael McFadden was talking about, there are some efforts out there because the, um, what was her name? Faircloth, Fairchild, what was her name? Um, she, there are some efforts to get her products removed, her books removed from, there's a dog, he hurt the daughter, so he's going with her, um there's some um, mute there's a mute her uh effort, and I didn't get a chance to finish because I was getting ready for the podcast but there are there are efforts to get her products um, that she has pro- been profiting from uh these cases that she helped to railroad. she went ahead and wrote all these books and so they're trying to get her books moved from amazon so and and punishment and what one of the things we also talked about is that over the years, if you have not and probably most of you have not, but Corey Wise, uh, one of the gentlemen, works uh, very closely with the Innocence Project, and there is a documentary on uh, the Innocence Project that he participated in, and lets you know what he and some of the gentlemen have been doing since that time. You get a little glimpse of it in the Ava uh, feature, but there are documentaries that are out there that have been that each of them, uh, to some extent, some some have not, some have participating in, Fe- Feinstein, is that what it is, Feinstein, yeah, you get to see what they have been doing since they've been exonerated, and it's really interesting, okay, when they see us viewers bombard Amazon and bars and & Noble, okay, so there is, and remember, now, keep in mind, that's what I mean when I say about taxing yourself, taxing yourself, even in, I got priorities, I'm going to write down protests, right, so I'm trying, to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to talk about Dr. Goddess has jumped on over here on Periscope. Please stop what you're doing and follow Dr. Goddess. I have been following her. She can only lead you to where human nature needs to go. Please follow Dr. Goddess. Uh, man, that sister right there. All of this stuff, when you hear black Twitter, that's the lead one of the leaders. And I will say the leader, even though, you know, let me just tell y'all, honey. That's black Twitter right there. Dr. Goddess. Uh, please follow her. Um, uh, we probably were one of the two, three black women on Twitter when it started. So please, 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 if you do anything, follow Dr. Goddess on Twitter. Um, so but that's what I'm talking about, Tachi, when I talk about taxing. If you are if you feel t- if this has been taxing on your heart, your mind, your system, your soul. Then self-tax yourself. Go and find out how to get involved. Go and find out what these young men, uh, and they're still very young. Go and find out what they have been doing. Uh, and I say young only because I'm old. But go and find out what they have been doing. And I know I've been following Corey Wise. Uh, and, I, man, I tell you, his I jumped right to the end. I could not watch the beginning. And, and Tachi just jumped over on Periscope. I could not watch, I still can't watch episode one because y'all got to understand that was our life. Okay. And, and, and I, I have been thinking about my grandfather so much since this thing came out because my grandfather and all the men of our community, um, and I just remember them working so hard and I don't know that we as kids ever really paid attention as to how much went into protecting our communities. And that's why I do these podcasts. That's why I come on to have these conversations to help us process these things. I remember there's a young man wanted to walk me home from school. And I would only let him walk me to a certain point, right? And I knew I needed to one I needed to get in view of the house at a certain time. And so I, I told the guy, we got to that point. I can see my grandfather. I can look down the, down the street, see my grandfather sitting on the porch and I'm like, okay, dude, you got to go. There's my granddaddy. Okay. Got to go. So I proceed to dolly lolly dolly on down the street, you know, granddaddy sitting on the porch, got the baseball game going on. And I proceed hey granddaddy walk on in the house. Hold up a minute. Never want to hear that. You never want to hear that. Never want to hear that. Hold up. There's two there's three sounds that came out of my grandfather. You never wanted to hear. One was hold up a minute, because he it come. You never want to hear his boot hit the floor, which means you have made him get out of his favorite chair, right? And and we had hardwood floors. You feel you felt it, you heard it. You didn't want to be around by the time the second boot hit. It just let you know, right? And then that was the way he said a four-letter word, okay? And it was a good way, the four-letter word, if he said it this way, it was a good thing. He said it that way, it was a bad thing. And there was a whole bunch of different variations all up in between, okay? So, obviously I'm going to And I'm mad. Let me tell you, first of all, I'm already mad because I'm trying to lollygag on down, on down the road. And I noticed I can't go through the back door. I got to go through the front door, right? Because his granddad is sitting on the porch. The back door is locked. You got to go up on the porch. Got to go, and and the routine was he'd be sitting there listening, and he reach over and open the screen door for you. Go on in. He didn't reach over on the screen door. He goes next time, young man, wants to walk you home, he needs to come on down the hill, okay? Because I'm, 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 I'm thinking granddaddy can't see way up here, no way. So I got the little talk. Sit down. Got the little talk where this is this is how this goes down around here. Now, mind you, I am. Third to the last of the grandkids, right? I'm third to the last. It's, three, it's two more behind me. No, it's three behind me, so I'm fourth, right? Uh, but it, hanging out at granddaddy's house is two behind me. So, mind you, there's a whole bunch of girls that went on before me, which is why I knew to tell Dude, stay up the hill, which is why I was trying to go in through the back door, because i don't seen all the other girls have to go through the talk with granddaddy. I ain't like ready for it, granddaddy. I just say okay? But apparently, So, mind you, tomorrow, um, y'all come on down that hill. And so, you know, the next day, I'm like, dude, you got to come down this hill with me. Granddad's waiting to talk to you. He's like, oh, oh, okay. And so, mind you, I got to sit on in the house, and him and Granddad sat out there on the porch, and he was giving the instructions off. You know, you're going to walk home from school, you walk on this side, you come this far, you do this, you do that, do this. And mind you, from that moment on, everything was a little bit different. But besides that, that's one of my great memories of having, having grandfathers and uncles and all this other stuff. I also remember we used to talk about how grand, my granddaddy, my, my, best friends, my best friend across the street, her grandfather lived next door. Uh, the God, I mean, all the houses had grandfathers. They were all they were all grandfathers. This was a grandparenting neighborhood, and everybody went to school in in the neighborhood. And you live you live one place, but you went to school in your grandparents' neighborhood. Because as you know, I'm in Atlanta, and also going on during that time, during this time. See, remember when we talk about Atlanta missing and murder, we had the Atlanta missing and murder. So therefore, that's why we were all in the grandparenting neighborhood. Um, and surviving that, and I just remember, you know, cars being stopped. Where are you going? Who are you going to see? What, you know, you just weren't move. You couldn't move around, you know. And so when I look at this, and I see situations like this, and I just, I'm just so grateful at how well our communities were protected, and the boundaries, and the barriers, and things like that that were set up, you know, and the shotguns and all that kind of stuff that were around. That was a lifetime. So when I, when you look at this, for those of you for that for the first time in your life you are seeing that this is what this is america and this is how we had to live understand i just want you to understand it was everywhere it was everywhere and not only that we talked about the central park five there's a reason why they're called the central park five because there were so many cases you needed these in identifiable marks on these things there was the four the three the six the nine the ten there were all of these things and it was nothing short of these detectives railroading young people in that's why we have innocent people that have been in prison man was a man was exonerated last week that has served 45 years exonerated did they prove no he didn't do the case you know exonerated after 45 years y'all I mean, this is America. So if it's taxing on you, self-tax yourself. Go out there and volunteer. Um, how do you get out of bed? Some people can't get out of bed today because they can't process this. They've sat there and they've accessed these images. When social media, in the early realm of social media, um, there was concerned about making so much available to a public right when you make it so much available to the public and there were these all these different studies that are out there what happens when a person sees this type of image or hears this kind of thing over and over and over and over again and we can tie it back to the whole you know willingness theories and all those kinds of things there's something that's going to happen I mean 60 percent 30 percent 10 percent they're trying to figure out like who's going to be able like 30 percent of us are going to be able to process this and keep it moving. 60%, it's going to change up your human behavior, knowing this stuff, especially if you did not know it before, because people are going to know. If you didn't know this before, either you've been living in the clouds or you've been living under a rock, and I'm glad that your life was in the clouds, but understand that this is something that went on in every city, every county, every state, every zip code, everywhere on the planet, uh, this is going on. And this is how it's going on in America. I mean, it's happening everywhere. Uh, they created a narrative just as they do now. Exactly. And, and you've got to understand that when Ava went in with her pitch, okay, because I'm going to tell you, if you're not going to the film festival, and I talked about this the other day, um, I've spent last year, I, the last couple of years, I mean, I'm a film, circ, film festival junkie, right? I love going because you actually get to go and you get to meet the directors and the filmmakers and, and the actors and all that kind of stuff, you know, and probably a good 1% of those films actually, you know, find their funding and their distribution and they end up in these meetings. So just as Ava has been pitching the story on the on the, on the Central Park Five, uh, there are others out there that have that been pitching, they've been pitching. Filming these guys. These guys have been under a microscope and cameras following them for forever. There's so many others out there. There, there were projects that came out even before this one, um, and not only them. Like I said, so many of them. Because I remember last year, I was like, okay, I'm not going to the film fest anymore. Because I swear to you, every every film, whether it was a short or a feature, dealt with our justice system on some level. And I'm like, okay, where's the where's the comedies? You know, even the comedies, are kind of, I'm like, where's the, where's the comedies? Where are the emphatically happy people? And and I understand there are some times in our climate that we can't always be happy and we shouldn't laugh or we can't celebrate, you know, a a guy. And I, I think Jay-Z can be pretty much called a gentleman right now. The man that's like Mr. Mom. I mean, like. Like, you know, I don't know. I, don't, I know if he's trying to hold on or y'all trying to keep his street cred and all that kind of stuff. But the man's like over oh, there with three kids right now. Okay. And and Beyonce is at rehearsal. I'm just saying. All right. Hey there, Tori coming in and Lundy is coming in. Tori, uh, also let us know what you've got planned for Father's Day. Uh, follow Tori. Uh, she's an advocate for connecting fathers and families. She's trying to help bring us back to this fold where we said men, women, and children, uh, connecting families. So, um, I know she's got something coming up for father's day. Um, so we want to find that. So like I said, if you feel taxed, like exhausted, like this is, this is hit your mind. Um, don't let it keep you from getting out of bed. Don't, don't internalize it to a point where you start developing fears and behavior. We have a case here and y'all have been wondering what this climate is going to do to people. We have a case here where there was a guy, um, uh, a des- there's a des- deceased person right now who might have had uh, a medical episode, okay, where they're having to uh, do an autopsy to find out. If he's had a medical episode, because he had an accident, which was deemed, which was deemed to be a hit and run. He was executed in traffic, uh, by a young white female in her supposedly twenties. Uh, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to get this thing, work, figure this thing out. She just got bonded. Um, it's not considered a hate crime. I don't know why. Um, it's not considered a hate crime. Um, the newspapers trying to say, you know, oh, she tried to intervene in a hit and run. She's one of those people. She was calling nine one one. I'm following the person. Da da da. What well, comes to find out, the man they're trying to see, he may have had a diabetic episode. He may have he may have experienced diabetic shock. Had a medical episode. Had an accident. He didn't hurt anybody. Hell, he hit a, he hit a truck. I, I, can't even, I can't, I'm I still trying to get the full story. I just remember seeing his family over the weekend doing a press conference, and then I started to see some things on the timeline. Um, but this Becky, Darth Becky, um, went, to trial, went to a pretrial, and she was given bond. So she is now out on bond. And right now the family is trying to make sure that the media – doesn't, doesn't do a hatchet job on the, on the victim, uh, letting the family find out. It was an older gentleman at that. Okay. it Wasn't even like, you know, stereotypically, whatever. An older gentleman may have had a a medical episode. Yes. Executed is the right word. She was told by 911 to back off, stay at the scene. If he hit her car, stay where she was. No, she followed. She weaponized herself, literally drawing her weapon uh, there's video and audio from the 911 calls, them telling her not to do and her, them hearing her telling him to get out of the car as if she was the police weapon drawn and all those kinds of things. So please tax yourself on this situation and make sure you keep of that happened here in Georgia, right outside of our airport, right near our airport. Thanks for shouting me out, Yolanda. Uh, my God, I saw that horrible. Yes. Uh, I am, I, Tori says she's on tour. With I've got daddy issues. Father's Day. I will be in Los Angeles healing adults. Okay. So follow her. She's got her tour. Um, I've got daddy issues this is a tour. And, and that's another part of this too, because how many of you watched in watching, and this is the thing with watching, um, the central park when they see us was how many of you felt certain kinds of ways about the parents. They were very young parents. Um, this thing, and one of the things that I am taking a bat and having even worked on some of these cases, cause I'm, like I said, I've been a blogger for 17 years. So I have worked with attorneys on how to frame some of these things. Uh, I don't think he hit her car either. That's what I was trying to figure out. If, cause they said she, they were trying to say she intervened. Um, so, but yet she's trying to say that. He attacked her, that, that maybe uh, that she ended up having some bruises or, or this, that, and the other. There was some, elu- some, some kind of, some, the newspaper almost alluded to maybe there was an altercation between the two, right? Because I guarantee if a crazy woman went up on you with a gun uh, and you having some kind of medical episode, you know. Because remember, how, have you ever seen a person come out of a seizure? When they come out of the seizure, they're trying to figure out, like, why all these people are trying to hold me down? right? If you ever experienced those kinds of things and people who have medical episodes, it's like when they come to or come out of things, they don't know that this thing has just happened to them. And and talk about being exonerated. There's a gentleman I know. Uh, his sister Noel. Uh, she developed an app to try to pull all this stuff together so that we can have a place to go to to find out what's really going on. Uh, and her app is out there. She's on the on the pitch circuit and so forth. But her brother it was just recently released, who also had a medical episode um, in coming out of his medical episode, realizing he had had an accident, ended up being a fatality, and not only a fatality, but a fatality with a police officer. One father and his guilt, oh, I felt bad for him. And all of the parents, in in, in the the dynamics of the parents, and I was going to say, I'm glad you brought me back to that, is in these cases, I'm always taken aback as to how we come together and then how we're also drawn apart. Like, you know, some of them feeling like they needed to fight only for their child and, and to get their children out of this situation. And cause I found myself watching this and, and trying to, trying to understand, trying to just remain unbiased. That's a hard thing to do. Uh, if he was sick, he was flailing. Yeah. Flailing. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. And, and so let's see the fathers who were present, let felt hopeless, broke my heart. Uh, and that's, yeah, talk about that dynamic a little bit about the fathers. And then the, not only that, the expectation we have of mothers, that's what I was dealing with, you know, because I have, I, have, I have children. And I just felt like, man, when I'm watching, and I'm watching it and also watching how people are responding to it and how society, the, the expectations we have on the mothers... And then, yet, what we expect and what we don't expect of the fathers. Because, like, I know as a mom, in the situation of, and I don't have their names in front of me. Um, Hey, Tawana, let me think. Let me think. I'm trying to think of the names. Oh, all my devices are in use, y'all. But the father who was married and the wife was just in total disagreement of, of his son. Um, you know, a mom would have made, I mean, you just would have made some decisions there, you know? And, and like I said, I talked about the other day, my mom worked a lot with cases like this. Uh, she self-taxed herself to work with a lot of cases like this. And, and trying to get families, she dealt with a lot of wardens. She dealt with a lot of, of lawyers and systems and, and then these systems and, 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 and trying to get all these laws made and put these things in place. And there was always this thing of trying to get the families to just hold on, just stay behind them, just support them a little bit longer. And I just remember there was like a lot of energy put to that, trying to get families to just hold on, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up on them. Don't give up on them. And I just remember how taxing that was on her and how many times, you know, if you look at a lot of these cases, it's the strangers because we get worn out. I know we do. But if you look at a lot of these cases, like even in the cases today with Kim Kardashian and and the attorneys that she's working with, it become it comes down to the strangers because we get, even what was the, what was the case out in the, with the Bart, uh where well, the guy got shot in the bark trial it was the guy y'all my mind is so bad but the director who did Black Panther he did the one about the BART shooting that Michael B. Jordan played in California and 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 uh Octavia played the mom uh Entron uh with the father who told him to lie see I didn't watch that episode I didn't watch that part cuz I I couldn't the, the, you talking about episode episode 1 and 2 I have not, and I'm going to be full disclosure, y'all, I have not watched, and I, I don't know, if, I, I started watching back, because I watched part four first, which gave the full-on Corey Wise, and I watched part three, uh, which gave the next two at, them coming out, and I have yet to watch um, bits and pieces on part two, and then I'm a bits and piece part one, but um, what was the one, the BART shooting, the BART uh, transportation shooting, oh my God, I can't. call let me stop and everything's got to try to reset let me put my DND on right quick guys hold on let me see DND okay because I knew she was gonna call me back but um I remember in, watching Octavia Spencer's character and that mom and like praying that she doesn't give up but you can see you can see hey stephanie you can see even in that case her son having gotten in trouble so much and here at a time when he was right. Um, he was losing. He was losing her. Her support. And then, lo and behold, look what happened. So we're talking about how these things, things like this, things in life can be taxing to us. Just to reset. How does this come play into how to get out of bed? Because life can be so taxing. Life can be so taxing that we always, we always end up on that ledge of giving up, of giving up, stop believing, letting faith go, and all this. Because, and, and if. Coming through, watching these episodes. If you feel a taxing energy on you, a weight on you, a lot of this stuff gets done through strangers. And if you don't know anybody, I thank God you don't. I thank God there's nobody in your family that has ever had to deal with this. We've had people. We've had my uncle, my mother's, my mother, my grandmother, my grandparents. Um, spent years trying to. Work a case. We had a case like this in the family. And my mother, through all that she learned uh fighting for her brother, she took that and went on and and passed, just kept going, kept going. So there's so many cases. I remember her always having to go on the road, you know, got to go to this prison and that prison and deal with this water, you know, phone calls from the water, because, you know, whenever she would get on it. It was funny, y'all. I'm sorry about the laugh. And choke at the same time. Let me grab my water. I'm drinking water today, y'all, because I'm, I'm trying to get rid of this allergy. I'll be back on my lemonade in a second. Mm. So we would always get these calls from the warden. Hi, this is warden. Da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, Lord. What is mama done now? But um, but if she was ever involved, better. They, in fact, that's one of the reasons why people would try to get her involved. Because... And, 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 um, I know so many activists y'all, y'all already know I come out of an activist. I became a blogger, uh, to become the storyteller for many activists. And so I used to have not only with dryer, but actually before dryer bus, um, I had, you know, community newsletters and different things like that in my mother's footsteps and didn't even know it. Um, so, but I just remember that was, that was. Life, you know, dealing with this stuff. So I'm always like amazed when, because I thought everybody did this. I thought everybody complained about things that went on in the world. So I, I followed in my mother's footsteps going into community organizing and, and becoming an activist. And I, got, I just got, that's where my, my biggest frustration with media comes from because I've seen so many people in the hard work. You talk about uh, fighting media in the Central Park Five and Donald Trump being able to go and purchase a full-on ad. Well, one of the reasons Donald Trump went on to purchase a full-on ad is simply because prior to that, you know, media, well, no, media has always been, been a, a thorn in our side, you know, they've always, they've always told the line and, and lies and, you know, it's always been a place with fallacies and, and all that kind of stuff. And it still is to this day. And that's why blogging, blogging and bloggers, especially when on the side of justice was able to find a lane because you can't always go to them and get the truth. I mean, even in this case, I was telling you right now with this young lady, it's like the newspapers trying to paint her as if, you know, she intervened in an accident. And the only reason I, caught it was a, a, one of my Facebook friends commented on their article and he was like, why are you painting this picture as if she intervened? This woman got in her car and went and executed a man, right? And I'm like, what? What's going on over here? That is so dope that your mother served the community like that. That explains why you, it does. And I, and But I, I'm, I'm just now really starting to realize that. <laughs> but I just remember, it's so funny um, um, how many people tell me how our paths are so similar, if not the same, but you know, growing up under activists, you know, the first thing you try to do is not to become your mother. So, but, um, but yeah, it was, and I mean, I remember waking up, you know, in the middle of the nights and there was a full on meeting going on in the living room and, and she was just that person that everybody would call. Um, and she'd always have all these different contacts and, you know, I, I sit to this day and I'm like, and I even have like a, a vault of stuff. Okay. Of, you know, people that she knew and, and uh, even the wedding I went to this weekend, you know, I mean, it's like all of that. I, I went there to kind of represented her, you know? So it's like, and there's a dog. And the thing about it is, is where we, where we lose it is we think that people who tax themselves like that, that there's some kind of way. And yes, they are different. They, they carry the weight, but we, the blurred line that we don't see is that these are just people who didn't sit comfortable with the way things were. And there's always the efforts for us. When I talk about how to get out of bed, I'm coming on here trying to get us all just not to sit comfortable in anxiety. Let's not sit comfortable in depression. Let's not sit comfortable going through life without certain priorities, you know, or things being a priority. Let's not sit comfortable not knowing a person's story. You know, it's like when you when you look at how many people, um, or finding out or, or realizing that, wait, this could happen. And it not only happened with blacks, it happened with attacks. It happened with Asians. Everybody, everybody, did. this was, this was American life. This was how, um, y'all, I'm telling y'all, this was so much America. So whenever you got home and you watched the news and it it was just, and it was people you know. And the thing about it is, it's like, you know, I mean, like, I, the, these police brutality stories is like, it's only, I have a friend, I'm like, wait a minute, why why that name? And then I go look on her page, and it's like, whoa, the latest victim is her nephew. I'm like, y'all, come on. The Our goal right now is to get more people to tax themselves. I do what I do to get more people to tax themselves. Even in the situation of Robert F donating the money to Morehouse. I'm like, "Okay, are we all just going to sit back and let this brother burn himself with this this these this, this expense?" I'm like I'm so I'm so amazed that and I, and I love there is some trickle, there's some trickle it's trickle. It's trickling. Okay? But for the most part, the things that we don't even think about that's why I do what I do, because I am shocked each and every day on the, at the level of things that we don't even think about, how we process stuff, and we never really get to certain sides of a story, don't want to know a follow-up, don't even have a follow-up question, don't even know to ask these things, don't even realize the dimensions of things, right, We are so much okay with the one dimension or the two dimension. We don't even think about the third dimension. I'm like, come on, guys. There's another side. And even in doing how to get out of bed, I I used to always say there's two sides. No, honey, there's a third dimension to this thing. There is a third dimension. And I'm trying to get us to recognize that. And the third dimension is the all-out, honest-to-God truth. Beyond our emotions, beyond our opinions, beyond the narratives, beyond the storyteller. What is the African proverb? When the lion gets a storyteller, the hunter no longer has the better part of the story. I'm like, well, can we throw the elephant up in there too? I don't even like lions no more. I'm like, wait a minute, what about the elephant? Because we always talk about the elephant in the room. But you ever notice when they talk about the elephant in the room, the elephant represents the truth? So now the lion got a storyteller, and the hunter al- always have had a storyteller. But what happens when you start talking about truly about the elephant up in there too? That's what I want to do. I am going forward because you can't go back. You can't go back, and I'm not about time travel, travel. Please tell me y'all watched that. Uh, please go and watch uh, Spike Lee's. Um, oh my God, what was it called? The Time Travel. I see you. See you yesterday. Oh my god, cutest story ever. I love the tech. Little brown girl, little brown boy, uh black boy black boy joy, black girl joy, spike, great job, great job. Everybody's still trying to figure out the ending, but the ending, can't you some of this stuff can't have an ending. Can I just say Yolanda? Stop. There is no ending. I love Spike, thanks for waiting for us to get it. Okay. There is no ending. There is no ending. Because I mean, you think if they could jump back in time, they going to be. I'm like, yeah. And, and But the thing about it is, if you imagine she went to go jump one more time because it wasn't right, where in your mind did she jump to? Because I'm telling you, I was watched that. Spoiler alert if you haven't. The one jump they did not do, they kept trying to inter, quote unquote intervene. They kept trying to change what happened, but they never jumped back to the right moment or the right person. And that's the part of the dimension. Of, I'm, I'm not going to even give you the spoiler, but and we'll talk about it after you watch. we come over and find a conversation we got going on. There is a jump that they did not do because we never think about that part in the dynamics. The di- oh, write that down. Dimensions and dynamics. Dimensions. OK, dimensional. I wrote down dimensional. OK, we never go back to the, the elephant is the truth. We never really go back to because even if you could go back in time, you'd go back to the wrong place. That's what that movie showed me. If I could travel tell first of all, as a black woman, I ain't interested in time travel because I don't know a time when the black woman was cool. Now, mind you, I always said heaven for me was you know that sitting out on in front of my grandparents' house back in the seventies. That was pretty cool. But now I'm starting to look like like wait. The reason it was so cool because the men in the neighborhood was all hell bent on protecting the women and the girls in the neighborhood. Okay, there was a lot of there was a lot of effort and a lot of work going on, right? Um. And I just remember hearing the music and feeling the sun and the summer days and then the water down at the creek was gone. And I'm like, man, this is life, y'all. This is life. And I've always tried to keep a semblance of that going on for me, myself, my children, my neighborhoods, and my community. Um, but listen, I'm going to get ready to get out of here. Where are we on time? We're right, we right. We've got three minutes to so cut it out. All right. Let me thank also again uh, our supporters. If you like to support our podcast, this right here. How to Get Out of Bed is a seven-day-a-week podcast. Uh, we spend 30, 45 minutes to an hour um, chit chatting talking ourselves out of bed. And there's a lot that go that went on yesterday that for today can give us anxieties and depression. And, <laughs> and we have to figure out how to fight through all of that. And yesterday um, we talked, i tell you yesterday, we talked about Humor, even after such a dark weekend, we talked about how humor and how selective it is and the timing of humor, uh, human nature. We talked about language and semantics. A lot of what's going on with us, we're caught up in the language and the semantics of that language. And um, it's really all about action and evidence. We ended on evidence. Too many of us are not even seeking and going through the evidence. We don't even get that far. Because we don't even get to the action part, right? Once you get to the part where I'm ready to act on this, I want you to think about that for the rest of the day. What are you? What are you acting on? That's your exercise for today. What do we act? What's your actions? What are you gonna tax yourself on today? Where are you gonna tax your? I mean, like you, like not society, not the rich, not the wealthy, not the poor. You, yourself, and you, what are you gonna tax yourself to do today to make it different for tomorrow based on the shit that happened just yesterday? What are you willing to tax yourself? I just taxed myself carving an hour out of my day to help us process this thing a little bit more. I'm gonna hopefully good Lord willing. Tax myself again tomorrow. I've taxed myself. I am halfway through this notebook. Listen to all these pages. Uh, these are all the pages I have taxed myself, and I've written down my notes. I start. We start with one word at the top. We go from the top to, top to the bottom. We wrote down taxing, okay? Then we wrote down volunteer. When I say self-tax yourself, I mean like volunteer. And let me tell you, if you can monetize it, monetize it. If you can get paid for it, get paid for it. That's why I, I launched... Um, Social media clinics, right? Because I'm, I got to monetize all this stuff that I do. All this volunteering that I do, I got to monetize it, right? So Sundays and Mondays, if you want to learn how, you want to learn what your content should be, you want to learn how to master stream like a master, you want to uh, learn how to use social media for business, if you want to learn how to become a sold-out vendor, those are the things. And then if you want some consulting, you need you just got some questions, uh, Sundays and Mondays uh, is the day uh, to ask me, go to smclinics.eventbrite.com. We kick off this weekend. We're kicking off this weekend. I've got two meetups on Sunday. The, um, streaming clinic where I'm doing a streaming clinic. No, vendor clinic is first on two, the two thirties on Sundays. Uh, the vendor clinic is four 30 on Sunday. So you can need- no, the vendor clinic is 2.30. You can come to the vendor clinic at 2.30. You can even do an add-on for the streaming clinic if you want to uh, add on the streaming clinic. And then on Mondays, I've got appointments, uh, in my individual ones. And I've also got a business group at 7 a.m. on Monday morning. 7 a.m. on Monday morning. And I'm also launching the webinars to this. And that's gonna be outsourced by a third party because I hate webinars. But I understand people saying, man, I wish it was a webinar. I wish you had whenever you hear somebody said I wish that's that, that S that's in there, those are dollars. Get on it. All right. So we're we're putting we're putting the uh, webinars together as well. So smclinics.eventbrite.com and uh and I'll let you know you can book with me if you follow on Instagram. There's a book now button. You can sign up for uh, if you want to do it individual. All right. So monetize. Let me and, and and you know what? Let me write that down on here. I'm gonna write monetize on here because one of the what one of the reasons why I am not as much of a community activist as I have been in the past because first thing people tell you ain't got no money. You got you started an org ain't got no money, but they have every every year. They have million dollar conferences. They all go to million dollar they spend millions of dollars in hotels to go and talk about these things. Then they go back to the streets and from the suites and they ain't got no budgets to get into this thing done. There are people sitting in prison right now where you got cities, counties, uh, states, they don't want to pay the $45 to process a DNA test because the first thing they say ain't got no money. I'm tired. Everybody's tired of hearing that. Everybody's tired of hearing that because we got plenty of money. There's plenty of money. I don't even want to talk about the fact that you're talking about black folk got 1300000 dollars billion. We've been at $1.3 billion for damn near 40 years. We should be at $10 trillion. Right now. And, and it makes no sense that we're there. If you ever start going and looking over into that other dimension, one of the reasons people don't want to go in that dimension is because there's a whole bunch of elephants in there, and nothing but the truth. And it comes down to what we are willing to tax ourselves. I see people tax themselves when the concert comes. They tax themselves to go get outfits plane tickets. People don't even go to a concert in their own city no more. They go get plane tickets, they go get a hotel, they go get outfits, and they go take a weekend, half of them coming to Atlanta, It's not all of them, right? Everybody want to come, come and roll to Atlanta. But then when you talk about um, let's go get this person elected, let's go become these lawmakers. Y'all, we've got to become lawmakers. When people realize that they could not, um, uh, perpetuate the hate and, the, and and murder people in the middle of the streets they went and became lawmakers so that they could do it legally Okay, I'm like come on y'all there's another dimension to this thing and not wanting to face that dimension keeps us from getting out of bed you can't get out of bed honey you don't want to face the dimension and that is the dimension of truth truth to this side so from the top to the bottom taxing, volunteer self-taxing Timing, priorities, protests, dimensional, and monetized. There are people out there right now have all the answers in the world. All the answers in the world. All the answers, all the cures, everything. And money won't let them share it. Uh Uh-oh, wait, hold on, hold on. There's another word. Here it comes. G-R-E-E-D, greed. Greed. I'm going to end it right there. The Central Park Five. The Central Park Five. There is one reason they got caught up in this situation, and that was greed. You like, you know, to wait. What? Yeah, greed. They ro- ro- railroaded these young men, and all of the young men. When you say Central Park Five, please add in the other dimension. Because y'all, every ethnic group out there has a documentary like the Central Park Five. We just live in a country that won't allow us to see each other as suffering the same fate. We're suffering the same fate. They would go and snatch the Italian boys. They would go and snatch the Greek boys. They'd go and snatch the Jewish people. Go, snatching has been going on forever and ever and ever, and it's all driven by greed, the greed to close these cases, the greed to get a promotion, the greed to become a, a, a defense attorney, then a judge, the greed to go out there and sell all these uh, crime books. It's all about greed. One of the reasons we can't even celebrate Jay-Z's wealth, because all we know about people who mass that kind of wealth is we know that, that they are they're painted in a narrative of greed, right? But when you look around at the last round of billionaires that we've had, they have a commitment to give away half of their wealth. Robert F. didn't stand up there and, and go, donate all that money to those young men graduating from Morehouse on the side of greed, because he could have did this. He could have said, hey, how about I create a new loan, right? He could have said, how about I, how about I finance? Because he didn't have to say, I'm going to pay all. I'm telling you, all dimensions, there's dimensions. He could have stood up there and said, I'm going to consolidate all y'all loans, I'm going to go buy out all y'all because clearly he could have, right? He could have went and bought their debt and had them owe him. That's not what he did. So, and I don't think that's what Jay-Z is going to do, y'all. I'm like, come on. Dimensions on this thing is there. Dim- when the lion gets a storyteller, the hunter no longer has the better part of the story. That's the African proverbs. Now, to those of us that came on over, that, not came, I'm sorry. Those of us that were enslaved or descendants of those enslaved in America. I know y'all got this um, hashtag Got there about the DOS. I don't say slavery anymore. I have to say enslaved and enslaved men. Because I want to put the onus on the captors. I have to put in my mind on that other side of that dimension where I'm going. Okay. Where I am. I don't want to say I-N-G. Where I am, I'm putting the onus on where the onus ought to be. So a descendant of those enslaved in America, um, we have to recognize the truth. We even got to recognize some truths about all things that happened in Africa, right? The warring of the tribes. Uh, if y'all are not reading um, Zora Neale Hurston's Barracoon, I think I'm going to do a little bit of reading on that today. Um, Cujo's story, and Cujo is one of many who can who were captured after slavery was abolished, uh, and thus brought into slavery in America, um, from his tribe, and, it, and as a result of a war with another tribe, uh, go and read that and find out what's going on with that. So, um, and Caroline's coming back in. You know, our last word of the day is greed. Your exercise of the day is to act, is tax. What would you? What are you willing to tax yourself? Is it? Is it money? Is it time? uh Oh, let's get back. It's it one of time? Time, time, well, where to put it, y'all? Timing is already on there. I'm gonna put it over here on the side where it's time tax and time. Because, guess what? There was a uh, there was used to be a prison system. If you didn't have the money, you were gonna give the time. That's why they said time is money, money is time. Because back in the day, peon, I heard somebody, I was watching something. Oh, I was watching a cooking show yesterday, and it was a cooking show uh, about a woman watching about the, all these female cooks. Because as I've come into the kitchen. The black females in the kitchen uh, and food bloggers and cooks and chefs are telling me, Well, if you're gonna come in this, you're gonna have to tax yourself because we're not getting a fair shake. We're not getting a fair shake. Women are not getting a fair shake. So, you know, we already there's a separate, there's a separatism going on with women. So, you already know uh, there's another dimension to this thing. And so, even just trying to become a food blogger and, and lunch in the cooking show. I have been. I've been told you. You're gonna have to. you gonna have to tax yourself. You're gonna have to tax yourself. And uh, there was this, the lady I was talking about. The show, watching the show, and she said that when I was in New York, I was just a peon. And I was like, wow, wow. That word, y'all, go look it up. Go look it up. Go look it up. Peon. 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 Um applies to the chain gang and the prison system that went in if you owed somebody something and you couldn't pay them um they could they could lease you to this system of enslavement through the prison system the prison system um has never really truly been about justice or rehabilitation wait no I'm that's a lie it started out about rehabilitation um but re rehabilitating rehabilitating humans um, they couldn't apply enough greed to it. It didn't It didn't satisfy the greedy. Rehabilitating them did not satisfy the greedy because there's greed all up in this. All of this stuff is happening by greed. The Central Park Five. we're we talking about Donald Trump. We're talking about Donald Trump and all the money he made up and around Central Park. Okay? So greed led to this. Okay? I mean, when you add that elephant, bring, bring in the whole herd. Right. What I have written here, taxing, that's an elephant. Volunteer, that's an elephant. Self-taxing is an elephant. Timing, priorities, protests, dimensional, monetized, greed. Right. It's one thing to, to monetize, but then there are those that take it on to the next level. Greed. Y'all have, y'all have seen the greed out here? Person get out here and they make a little bit of money and then they come back. Let me tell you how I made six figures because now I want six more. And you're never going to make the six figures, but you're going to make them another six, right? Greed. It's all about greed. All of this stuff. It's about greed. And this is why a lot of people don't want to be rich. This is why a lot of people don't want to be wealthy because they, they, cannot, they cannot get to the other dimension of that. But if you want, if you want to help and, and serve, uh, you got to have a skill that's going to pay a bill. you got bills. I'm like, come on, I got, I have to monetize the podcast, right? I'm like, I can't, I can't do all these podcasts. I, I can't go back in that kitchen. Let me tell you, honey, I ain't going back into that kitchen unless I can monetize it. I'm not part of podcasting tomorrow unless I can monetize it. Now, I'm not going to get greedy with it because I understand the need to serve and, and what I bring forth is more important than anything. That's my elephant. So in that African proverb, I made an African-American proverb Uh, Because when a lion gets a storyteller, the hunter no longer has a better part of the story. But in the meantime, where was the elephant? Um, It started out about property protection, slavery, then pivoted with the Emancipation Proclamation to legalize enslavement. And that's really all it did. Because when they went on the other side of freedom was debt. And let me tell y'all, if you have not taken it upon yourself to go out here on your smart device and all this internet and set for a day, and it's probably not even a day's worth, but if you have not gone out and listened to Uncle Fountain Hughes, I call him Uncle, he ain't my uncle, he is, you know. I mean, we all related. But if you have not gone and listened to the slave narratives, and it's it's funny because there's so many dimensions in the slave narratives that really kind of explain who we are and where we are today. Uh, how, what they decided to subscribe to as they came off the plantation. One of the reasons we have all of these historically black colleges and universities is because a percentage of those that were enslaved were actual scholars and therefore once given their freedom, and even before their freedom, they founded these institutions that are now called historic. And this is what it means to be historic, right? That literally upon emancipation, they started these universities, okay? This education, um, because they were actual scholars. Um, let's see. So it it just, you know, go, 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 go into that dimension. Go into the other dimension. The slave the slave narratives. The first one I want you to listen to is Fountain Hughes. Before cause I don't want you to I don't want you to hear the, the other folk. You because know? some folk got their mule and they're like, Oh, I just came upon that mule. You know, I didn't get it. I'm not it, it wasn't cost the enslavement. I just got a mule. Right. You got a mule and so where the acres come from? I am sure they didn't even want you to know because they didn't want like really? Like dude, come on now. It's like why are we running from our own truth? Fount Hughes. And the, let me tell y'all. Sound Hughes talked about how debt, how they tried to usher them immediately into debt. Fount Hughes has a story of a gentleman coming to the door trying to sell him a shirt on time. Sound <laughs> Hughes goes into this rant about uh, new, about Friedman and credit. Like, are y'all crazy? Do you really want to go through the rest of your life owing somebody? You just got free. And you you go, what what you mean buy some on time? They just owned you on time. And you gonna buy some stuff. I don't need need nothing. I don't want nothing. I ain't paying you for nothing. Y'all please go. Fountain Hughes. Go and and you get to hear it in his voice not somebody telling you the story, do just turn the tape recorder on, okay, and let Fountain talk, same thing with Barracoon, Um, uh, the book by Zora Neale Hurston, which was, they just released that, what, last year, Um, and, and Kujo's story, it's insane, now, I have a book over here called uh, our folks don't want us to talk about slavery. Now, these were the ones who, uh, re, they reinvented, they invented a narrative about slavery and lied from generation to generation. The borrower is slave to the lender, right? The, in that book, there were those who were, who, when they attained, obtained their freedom, they started lying about having even been descendants of, um, because, you know, hey, but for whatever reason, for whatever reason, even after the damage that it is absolutely done, um, for whatever reason, because remember we talked, we we started this talking about people have to process things the way they have to process it. You know, I can't, I can't fault people for way they have to self, self preservation. You know, everybody can't deal with truth. Everybody can't, everybody can't be as open and honest and transparent. They just can't, um. But you know, anyway. So okay, all right, guys, let's get out of here. Action! Your action today is what? Are you? What would you? Can you? Would you tax yourself the time to go and listen to Count Hughes? Would you tax yourself the time to go and now, after you've seen the docudrama, the episodic docudrama, go and look up the documentary to see what the young men have done? Many of them, uh, 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 several of them, are now in Georgia, and and uh, have built their lives here and their life's work here. Uh, and I'm I'm out, I'm in Georgia myself. Um, Corey Wise, I've always been particularly drawn to him, so I was just so amazed. And the young man, what's his name, jarell who played that part, man, if 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 ever something was about an Oscar, and I hate to put that on this, I hate to do that, but dude, played the hell out of that, y'all. He delivered. Oh, my God. And the way he was able to take us through time and, and, and from the young to the older. Oh, my God. It was he was absolutely amazing in this, you know, but there were so many projects. Ava's is the one that got picked up, but there's so many projects out there. And a lot of it was on, on Netflix at, at different times. Please have the desire to want to know more. Please tax yourself. Hey, Black Writers Space. Thank you so much for coming. i, I got to go back and check one of you I was replaying one of your videos. Um please tax yourself. Tax yourself in, in time, volunteer, or uh, tax yourself in money. Uh somebody's out there right now looking for a little bit of funding. You know what you can do? Somebody out there has a project. When you think about how how Ava's project went um somebody out there has a project. They can't even submit because they don't even have the funds to submit it. Go over there and I know in black folk Y'all get on my nerve with this, how y'all go against crowdsourcing. Go over there on GoFundMe and look for a project. Look for a project that you feel like you can believe in. And just just make a little donation. You'll be surprised. I'm telling y'all, when somebody gets it, people love to say an angel gets his wings. A creator does a happy dance, y'all. A creator does a happy dance when they realize they can continue. Honey, I when, when when AIB nations is like... I want to support the podcast. I did a happy dance several times, okay? I'm just saying. Because it caught everything. The cost. uh Uh-oh, I stopped that greeting. Let me write that down. I notice we keep coming back to the cost of things. One thing, one very difficult thing that we have, and even if you have to tie it back to the Central Park Five, if you think about it, look how much cost was in there. These young men and women fighting for their freedom didn't have the money to get bail their children out of jail. That's why there are people out there now who are part of groups who just bail. They simply raise money to bail people out of jail. Atlanta's mayor right now, uh, first thing she did was, this is her pain point, her father having to sit in jail and prison and getting caught up in the law. Uh, she, they... If you can't afford to get out of jail, they can't even, they can't even give you a monetary uh, bond kind of thing. They are decriminalizing poverty in, in Atlanta. At the same time, gentrification is going on. Gentrification is going to happen. But the part that we need to be concerned about, too many people over there trying to halt gentrification. I'm like, look, let people get rich. Let people get wealthy. Let them do what they do. Can we just really work on decriminalizing um, poverty. Wait a minute. Ava did what? Wow. Wait a minute. What do you, what do what are you wild about? I missed that part. What did I say? Um, go out there and, and just help, help decriminalize what it is to be middle-class. Look, notice I said, I didn't say poverty. There's a lot of criminal. That's, it, it's criminal to even be middle-class, right? Because think about it. It's in the average middle-class family. Can't afford uh, an incident of $400. You got to go and put get get that money together. Right? And then, yeah, you know, everybody talking about, man, I'm tired of these people with these GoFundMes. There are people over there at GoFundMes talking about, I just want to take a walk to the moon and a- go and raise a billion dollars. I'm like, come on. This is not- Elon Musk done sold cars he ain't even made yet. Y'all will go over there to a person who's got evidence. Uh oh, there we go. Evidence. That was the word yesterday. Y'all will go to a person who's got full on evidence, right? Full on evidence and won't even support them. But the dude that says, I can get I can get us to the moon over there is a billionaire just on the fact of saying I can I can get us off this planet. People are like, here, here's several billions of dollars. Get us off this planet. Greed. Why do you want to get off the planet? Because you know you have done enough to destroy it. Because you are greedy. Because you can monetize. And then here you got a person. This film, uh, the work that Ava DuVernay has done, she's doing that work because she's associated with a billionaire. A billionaire who's decided she wants to give away she's gonna be join the other pack of billionaires that's willing to give away half their money. They can give away half their money today because they know they're gonna make it make it all back tomorrow. They got money making money, they got I got to give they got to give away so much money, right? I'm just saying. But we don't even wanna support people with evidence. Look at this family, they could not even raise the money to bail their children out of jail. And and we miss miss so much in it. We miss so much in it. We miss the other dimensions because we only have certain sources and we only go for one dimension. Honey, the lion gets a storyteller. The hunter no longer has a better part of the story. Why ain't nobody talking about the elephant? I'm talking about... The elephant. On that note, y'all, we've been over. We went, we've gone way over. And I know other people are starting to cycle through. So let's let them get this from the beginning. My name is Yolanda. I am at Dryer Buzz. And each and every day we talk ourselves on how to get out of bed. uh, Those that have been through trauma, those that deal with anxiety, those that deal with depression, those that carry the weight of a culture. You carry the weight of a gender, a weight of a people, a weight of an enclave. You're trying to figure out, like, how to tax yourself. How to tax yourself? If you if you watch something, you see something, and you feel like man, it has an impact on you. You feel the impact. Uh, what I want you to think about today is how would you tax yourself to lessen that impact on others? Because that's what it's really all about. You don't want nobody else to feel what you feel. I don't want nobody else to come through what I just came through the way I had to come through it. Because you're gonna you're gonna go through it. I can't that that part I can't stop. But I don't want you to have to come through it the way I had to come through it. So I said, listen, if I wake up, when I wake up, I'm going to come on here and tell you how I talked myself out of bed. I was excited this morning because I woke up with some clarity of another another level that I can offer through my clinics. So that's what I'm going to be working on the rest of the day. Because Oh, my God, the clinic starts on Sunday. I'm excited. I love having stuff on the calendar, but it's a countdown. Woo! So, um, but volunteer, guys. Volunteer. Even if you don't want to volunteer, there is a way to monetize volunteering. Because, as you know, I'm volunteering with uh, a food organization. I have offered them my services and support. And I'm monetizing it. I made it free to them because, write this down, I'm going to fully reimburse expenses elsewhere. Pro bono kind of thing. Right? How by holding these clinics. Oh, I'm going to. And I'm having to do these things. Because this is what I want to do for the summer. I want, to, I want to do a level of volunteering. This summer. And I have to monetize it. And unfortunately I am part of a community. And a culture. That hasn't yet figured out the realm. or ooh, I like that. Realm. Black people. Particularly. Have not figured out certain realms. And, and, and don't under, don't necessarily understand how a lot of this stuff works. That's why you're over there processing um, when they see us. Not realizing that this happens everywhere, all day, every day. Uh, so taxing, volunteer, self-taxing, time and priorities, protest, dimensional, monetized, greed, cost, evidence, realm. When I say the word realm... Y'all probably thinking Game of Thrones, okay? Even if you got to think Game of Thrones, honey, let me tell you, I'll I buy that too. All right, y'all, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, thanks so much uh, to our supporters, Natural Soap by Zakia. Go to naturalsoapbyzakia.com. you got just a couple days if you want to order for Father's Day and get your uh, order shipped on time. Go to Natural Soap by Zakia. Use the um, discount code DryerBuzz. Let me tell you, there's nothing like a dad or granddad scent, okay, that stays with us for life. If you are trying to publish, you want to be an author, you want to take your book on tour, AIB Nation is getting ready for a retreat as well as a three-city tour um, that you can join other authors to introduce your book across the country. you got to join the nation, AIB Nation. If you like to learn... About uh, how to use social media for business, please also check out smclinics.eventbrite.com. Uh, today is I'm recording this on a Tuesday, so also we will have for you. Let me see if I can bring it up. There we go. Um, Leading Women is a podcast that we do at 4 p.m. on Tuesdays. It'll hit your podcast platforms there shortly thereafter. And today we're going to talk um, about some of the leading women for the week. What does it take to lead women and who are the women leading women as well as the men leading women as well as the issues of leading women. All of that uh, you're going to find out there if you join us for Leading Women, myself and Angela Stalker. Definitely check that out. And then on the weekend, and for those of you looking down on timeline, you're also going to see Buzz It or Bash It. We do that on the weekends where we go down the timeline for some of the hot topics of the week. And uh, give you a little bit more, especially follow up, trying to follow up some of the hot topics. You know, sometimes things will hit the news and then they fall out of the news. And you wonder, like, what happened with this and what happened with that? We try to bring you back to that as well. So thank you, guys. Just one last favor. You know, that is. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.